Welcome to the Child Care Council's Chit Chat Podcast, where we talk about all things early childhood education and child care. I'm Courtney Jones. I'm a parent of two kids and by no means an expert on child care, but I know people that are. I'll be sitting down every week with experts to learn more myself and share my conversations with you. Today, I'm sitting down with Rochelle Singer to discuss an opportunity for child care providers across our country. Through the American Rescue Plan, child care providers are now eligible to apply for child care stabilization grants. These grants are issued in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, where child care providers played a critical role as essential workers. Despite their hard work, many child care businesses experienced catastrophic blows economically over the course of the pandemic. But help is on the way. Rochelle is the director of the Child Care Council of Cornell Cooperative Extension, and she's been working with New York State child care providers through the launch of these grants. She's here to give us an overview of this historic investment in child care. This episode will be specific to New York State's investment, but these grants are available across the country. So make sure you're reaching out to your local CCRNR or Child Care Resource and Referral Agency if you're looking for information on the stabilization grants in your area. So I'd like to take a moment to talk about child care providers during the pandemic. Um, can you talk about how child care providers supported the economy and some of the financial hardships that they faced during the pandemic? Yep. So when the pandemic first started here um, our, with our child care providers, some of the obstacles that they came across were one, finding supplies. Uh, supplies were getting really hard to find locally and then even looking online to find them. They were either just hard to find in general, or the prices had just gone way up. Um, they sure. were really hard to get. And the fact that a lot of parents, their businesses shut down, um, parents started working from home. So children didn't necessarily go to childcare like they were before. So there were a lot of childcare programs that had a lot of openings. So they didn't have that income coming into their program. Also, a lot of programs, they closed for a lot of different reasons. They had to shut mm -hmm. down. We had over our three counties, Oneida, Herkimer, Madison, about 50% of our programs that shut down in that beginning part of the pandemic from about March through about May, May into June. So it was, it was tough for a lot of places and a lot of places who shut down, the parents didn't pay for that time. So right. they had a lot of bills that they still had to pay. So they had a lot of um, hardships over this last uh, 18 months or so, uh, more so than they've had before. So it sounds like these stabilization grants are coming at a great time for them because the, this money that's coming down, which is going to total around a billion dollars for New York State, that money is going to help these businesses, these child care providers, these these people that have been suffering while also providing this really essential work to our economy. Are all providers eligible for this grant? So in order to be eligible for stabilization grants, you had to be open on or before March 11th of 2021 and available to serve children. So places that are eligible for this grant are daycare centers, school-age programs, family and group family providers, and legally exempt group providers are eligible. Gotcha. With this grant, once they're approved, is it all in one lump sum or are they getting it over a period of time? So child care providers who have applied for the stabilization grant are going to get their payments over a six-month period. So the grant application opened here in New York at the beginning of August, and the grant application closes um, on November 30th of 2021. So a child care provider has anywhere between uh, that beginning of August through November 30th to actually apply for the grant. 
once they apply is and they're approved, they'll pay, their payments will be starting. So if you applied at the beginning of August, you've probably already received your first payment or are in the process of receiving your first payment. So they will come once a month over a six-month period. So if you wait to apply in say October or November, then your first payment would either come in October or November and it'll go right into 2022. So it really just depends on when you actually apply and you've been approved um, over that six month as to when the six month ends. And how long do you have to spend the money until? So you actually have till September of 2023 to spend the money. So you could be getting it now. If you applied in August, you're going to get it over the next six months. But you have until September of 2023 to actually spend that money down. So you're going to want to really think about what your business expenses are over the next, um, really over the next two years. And is it something that you can use to spend next year or in 2023, depending on what you're thinking about for your business. And speaking about things that we're thinking about for your business, what types of expenses are allowed with this grant? Are there certain eligibility criteria? Do you have to put your money into certain areas? What can you do with this money, essentially? So the stabilization grant is really to stabilize your business. Mm -hmm. So we really want you to be around for a long time. Yeah. We know child care is a desperate, desperately needed in our area along with across the country. So there's actually eight options, um, kind of eight buckets that we kind of call them here, um, of where your business expenses can kind of fall. So in option one is your personnel costs, your payroll, your salaries, your benefits, your option two, um, rent or mortgage payments, uh, utilities, your facility payments or insurance, option three, facility maintenance and improvements, option four, um, your personal protective equipment, so that PPE, your masks, um, so hand sanitizer, things like that, cleaning and sanitation supplies and services or training as it evolves around with COVID and the health and safety practices. Option five, purchases of or updates to equipment and supplies to respond to COVID-19. Option six, goods and services necessary to maintain or resume childcare services. Option seven, mental health supports for children and employees. And option eight, professional development related to health and safety practices. So there's many, many business expenses that fall under those eight kind of options. And if you're a child care provider and you're really not quite sure and you're wondering, you know, can I put this here? You know, reach out to us, uh, your local child care resource referral agency. Also talk to your tax preparer. Your tax preparer is going to be the best option to be able to talk, you, talk to you about how something can fall as a business expense or how it can be broken out. So you really, if you don't have a tax preparer or a tax or you don't have an accountant, um, we highly suggest, and OCFS highly suggest that you get one because they're going to be able to talk to you about the most up-to-date tax rules and regulations and laws um, as they as they come out. So we really, really suggest that you look for um, an accountant. And, you know, uh, using an accountant or a tax preparer is going to be a business expense. Correct. So you could use this grant to be able to offset the cost of that yes. added expense for your business. So it's a good thing to do and it helps keep your business safe. It's one level, more level of protection and helping you do the most you can with this grant funding. Um, the only thing that we're really seeing with this grant funding that you really specifically cannot do is construction. 
Uh, major construction is very specifically outlined as something that you can't do with this grant funding, but most other things are looking like they could, with some help from an accountant or tax preparer, be seen as a business expense. Yeah, so reach out to your tax accountant. And like I said, if you don't have one, you should you know look for one. Um, they're going to be able to get you the most um most up-to-date information, but also look for things that you might not have thought of as a business expense. They're going to be able to talk you through that. With the child care providers who receive this grant, what does the backup look like? Are they submitting receipts to anybody? Is there some sort of documentation that they have to do once they've received this grant? So what they want to do is they're not going to be turning in receipts to anybody specific, but they what they want to do is keep a file, um, whether it be a paper one or an electronic file where you're scanning in receipts. You want to be able to keep all your information, all your receipts pertaining to this grant in one spot. You're going to be required to keep this information for at least a minimum of five years. So you want to be able to have all the information of how you spent those X dollars under your stabilization grant all together. So like I said, if you want, it could be a paper file, a box, you know, something that you can be able to pull out if somebody was to ask, say, three or four years down the road. Um, and if there's an audit or maybe even OCFS, if they ask, how did you spend your stabilization grant? You know, you can pull out that box or that file or pull up an electronic file on your computer. And another thing, too, that's a good idea, if you've ever had to look at a Walmart receipt, you know, six months after you bought something, and then you're trying to figure out, well, what is this receipt even for to try and understand what the letters that they're using in their computer systems, just write a note that goes along with the receipt so that you know when you're looking at your receipts that, oh, yeah, okay, I, I don't understand what these letters on the receipt are, but I know that this is, you know, diaper wipes because that's what I wrote on the note that went with these. It just helps down the road when you're trying to remember your purchases. Yeah, that's and that's a great idea. So you can always, if it's something you were going to scan in, you know, tape the receipt to a piece of paper, then you can write the note right on the piece of paper next to it. And then you can scan it in and you have it. So exactly. like you said, you can go, you can look back in a couple of years and know exactly what you bought. Where can people go if they're looking for more information on this grant? So they can go actually to a couple of places. So you can go to the Office of Children and Family Services, OCFS's website. They actually have um, a link on there where you can actually fill out the application if you haven't done so yet. They have eight videos based on the options that I had mentioned earlier. They also have a ninth one that's kind of an overview of it. They're very short videos, about four or five minutes a piece. So I highly suggest you take a look at them. So another place that uh, child care providers you can go is go to our website. We have created a page on our website specific to stabilization grants. We have listed all the videos that OCFS has on their website. You can just go get to them also from ours. We also have two videos on there that is one is specific for family and group family. The other is specific to daycare center and school age programs. Those videos are a lot longer, probably close to about two hours long, but you can stop it and watch in pieces if you would like to. But it's nice because you can also go back and watch a piece if you weren't quite sure what they said. They give a lot of scenarios on how you can spend the money and what it would look like um, on your taxes. So again, just highly suggest you take a look at that. 
We're also going to be putting updates and any information, maybe questions, answers that we've learned as we go along onto that website. So it's another great resource. Um, check out our website for that stabilization grant, but also check out Office of Children and Family Services website too. Yeah, we're, with our website, we'll be compiling basically all of the resources for this as they are released. So it's definitely a place that you want to check periodically if you're looking for information on the stabilization grants, whether it's you're looking to apply and you don't know where to start or you're looking to find out where you want to charge off those funds to. Um, I'll make sure that the link for this is right in the show notes so you can just click from there over to our website and you'll be able to get all of the information with just one click. Uh, contact information, of course, for our office is also there. So if you need some more additional help, then you can always just contact us. Um, so there's plenty of help with the stabilization grants, plenty of resources available from all over because, of course, this is not only available to our local providers in Herkimer, Madison, and Oneida County, but it's available to New York State child care providers and providers across the United States. Yep. So please reach out if you have any questions at all. Um, we're willing to, you know, come out and help you um, with, you know, really whatever you need. If you just need help applying, um, another link that's on Office of Children and Family Services website, there's a video on how to apply. So if you're a provider that has not applied yet, there is a nice video on there that goes step by step on how to apply. But if you're still just, you're not able to do it, you're kind of getting stuck at a certain um, place, just let us know. Um, we're more than willing to make an appointment to come out right to your house to see you or to your child care center and sit down with you to apply. It doesn't take long to apply at all. Um, it is quick, but I know there has been a few stumbling blocks that it sure. have, um, providers have kind of stumbled on. So, but just let us know and we'll come help. Sure. Well, Rochelle, thank you so much for stopping over here and talking about the stabilization grants. It's going to be a wonderful resource to add to help people understand what this opportunity is. And um, please reach out to us if you have any questions and make sure you visit the resources that we're linking in the description of this podcast. But thank you, Rochelle. Yep. Thank you. And I look forward to talking to a lot of providers as we go forward. 